somewhere around like 13 or 14 years ago, I was at Walmart with a friend of mine and I saw WoW sitting on the shelf. And I was like, this looks interesting. I picked it up. I looked at it. My friend was like, oh, please don't become one of those people. I was like, ha, no, as if. And I put it back on the shelf and I looked at him. And I'm like, I will never become one of those people. Anyway, here's my WoW podcast. Thralls, balls, they're everywhere! Thralls Balls, the World of Warcraft podcast with a dirty mind and a clean behind, with your host, Wooly. What's up, swingers? I'm Wooly. This is episode eight. Here we go. Yeah. Episode eight of Thralls Balls. And Bentolis is in the house again. How's it going, buddy? How you doing? Going good, man. I guess I uh, didn't fuck up too bad last time. Here I am again. So thanks for you, having you me. Keep say- you keep saying that. It, there, there, went, there was no fucking up to be had. And Gershom said the same thing. She was like, I totally screwed up. Neither of you screwed up. It was great. You know, I even got that from those uh, Do Not Relent guys who were on here. Uh, when and, and they have their own show and they were on here and one of them was like, I really hope we didn't uh, talk over you too much. Like, bro, y'all were doing great. Everybody's so kind, though. Let me be self-hating. Well, I, I listen, listen, I, I got nothing to follow that up with. Oh, uh, let's uh, let's jump into things here with a little bit of WoW talk. So, what have you been up to in WoW? Like, I guess since uh, last had you on the show, what you been doing? Uh, so you know we're hitting it. You know, a little lull. Um, I had brother and some friends in town last week. I didn't really play too much, but, uh, you know, just daily working on a couple of alts. Um, Been dabbling a little bit to CSGO, a little bit into the League of Legends, and yeah, it's going well. How about you? Oh, shit. Fucking CSGO. I have not heard anyone mention that in a good while. Um, You know, I'm... uh... I've been uh, pretty much just playing WoW. Uh, dabbled a little bit in ESO. Um, there is a uh, lady I'm talking to who has been playing that, and I uh, we're actually going to be playing after we record tonight. So I don't I don't know dick about how the game goes. I didn't play Skyrim. I didn't play Oblivion. I did play Morrowind. So like I have like a little bit of Elder Scrolls online. I'm well not online, but Elder Scrolls. What you call it? And, excuse me, I had to reach something. Just, you know, been doing that. But in WoW, I recently decided, as in between last episode and now, that I want to play my original warlock. His name is Vestin, and he is still sitting on my original fucking server, Twisting Nether. So I'm going to be capping him and then bringing him to Proudmore. Oh, nice. You're going to transfer him? Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. And, like, this is a big deal for me because he is one of two characters on my account that still exist from the before time, the long, long ago, that are still on the server I made him on. The other one is, like, a shitty little dwarf hunter who's also on Twisting Nether, but I, I have, like, two hunters already, and I don't have the interest in the class that I do for Warlock, so he's gonna be staying there. 
but yeah like it's been such a big deal for me to do that that i was like well i gotta bring something from the old server so i went and grabbed a random fucking silver leaf on the ground in elwyn forest and stuck that in my bank wrote this really cringy like in character goodbye letter from the dwarf to the warlock and it's um sitting in my bank on the character uh started leveling him he was post squish level 15 i want to say got him to 30 or 31 the other day so for the first time ever that character has flown he's riding around on the Enixian drake right now nice and how much how, what does a transfer even go for nowadays oh it's like 25. oh that's nothing i remember when i first released it was like 50 60 bucks i think that's if you get um if you bundle it with a faction change oh yeah you're right that's what it was because i used to do that a fair amount back in the day but i'm doing this kind of dumb thing that like i don't need to i'm making it harder on myself than it really needs to i decided that even though i have the legion warlock title unlocked um that's not account wide so i'm going through the legion class hall campaign to get that on him and i've decided that until i have that title he doesn't get to use any big boy transmogs or the uh legion class mount that's what i decided because you know gotta earn it no, kind of dumb but i feel you on that are you gonna be now i remember last time we were we spoke on the show are you gonna be a meta slave and play uh affliction or are you gonna stick with your favorite destro um i'm gonna be sticking with destro affliction is i don't know how de demonology is faring but let's just say affliction and destro are a little closer in 9.1 than they are now and last i looked i believe if i remember right destro was actually edging ahead of affliction but i mean that's all ptr so you never know but uh, i will say though I, I have pugged with both of them in my mythic plus keys like in the 16 range and anytime we get a destro lock he just pumps man like, they do so much damage yeah i would be sticking with destro anyhow even if affliction even if it's the worst of the three because it's the one i know the most um I, I popped my my TN, my Twisting Nether Warlock, into Demo to uh, level because early on, Destro really sucks until you can get uh, Havoc or... Um, there's another... Whatever. Until you can get a couple different abilities, it kind of blows. So I switched into Demonology, and let me tell you, I have been missing out... Because last time I tried to play Demonology, it was about snapshot damage, and it is not anymore, and it is fucking hella cool. But I'm better at destruction, so I'm sticking with that. Moving on from uh, that, though, I um, my Horde Warlock, I got him to item level 193, and the guild I'm in with him, um, we switched into Heroic Bosses. They've been extending lockouts because... They're really hopeful to get a Sire kill before 9.1. And even though we don't know when 9.1 is coming out, kind of seems like we're getting close to the wire. So I think they're getting a little worried that they won't make the cutoff. Uh, so I tried to go in with them last night and like I had a really bad ADHD episode. So I just had to I had to bail because my brain just unspooled. Um, I guess they got... Um, four heroic bosses down though so and a 
couple really decent pulls on Sun King, which is what I was the most worried about because that fight, I mean, you know, that fight is a clusterfuck. Oh, it's my favorite fight, though. I had some of my best parses on it. My favorite fight is by far Artificer, which... That's a cool fight, too. I've only done it um, as melee, so maybe it's different as... Maybe I wouldn't like it as ranged, but damn, I enjoyed that one. Well, it's like every fight in there, man. If you're melee, it's you got so much more to worry about range. You just kind of like stand there like a turret. Mm-hmm. Oh, and before I forget, I was also on my uh, BC Warlock a little bit. Uh, I got a level in on him. That's about all I did before I was like, I'm going to go do other stuff. So he is running around Hellfire right now. Just, you know, it's a normal server. It's Paggle. So I don't got to worry about gankage. But uh, with the way mob tagging works in BC is is a pain in the ass to try to get shit done. So I might wait a little bit, let the let the population thin out, so I can actually kill mobs. Yeah, I tried playing the classic TBC, and I made a warlock actually because that's what I played in TBC, mm. and I got like 15 levels in. I was like, "Fuck this! This is horrible. I'll just fucking make a new character and do uh, chromy time in BC." Yeah, I, honestly, the worst part the the worst part of playing a warlock in BC right now, anyway. And this might just be something I get used to is when you're out of soul shards and you're like, shit, shit, I can't get my fucking blueberry up, my void walker. I don't have a soul shard. I gotta just it beat my head against this random boar until I can pop a shard out of him. And it got beyond that. You got beyond that. You can't run out of shards, man. You can't. You just can't. And you gotta drink and eat after every fucking. Oh my god, yeah. But I will say, though, I will say... Fuck, even handing in a quest feels like I'm doing something, you know? Because it takes more effort and time investment. Like, it's oh, a yeah. good feeling. It's, a, it's not like... I don't hate it. It's just, since retail has all those different quality of life changes, like, it's something I would rather do. Retail will always be my priority, but I do love the feeling that you get in classic when you get I, shit done. I was telling someone in uh, our guild, a uh, collective company, I was like, uh, give him I a shout think, out. I shout him out. Who it was. It, it was either Viz or Kaz, and I was saying, uh, you hear that, guys? Bent thinks you're forgettable. Uh, we were <laughs> we were talking about how like if classic came out today, that we like as adults, we wouldn't be able to like even play it up op- close to optimally like we only oh, able to get no. it done like because we were you know you're in college you got nothing better than to do but like i don't know i mean i get it like it, it was it's was, like it was funny because someone said to me like you know in classic like leveling was the most difficult part and end game was like a fucking breeze and now in retail it's like the opposite leveling so easy and end game is like the more difficult part you know speaking of um, I was just thinking about this the other day at work, speaking of leveling being easy. Really, the barrier to entry for this game is the lowest it has ever been, when you think about it. Because, like, the level's been squished down, the level cap has never really been lower than this, unless you count that, like, period in pre-patch where it was technically 50, we just didn't have Shadowlands yet. And leveling itself is the easiest, and... All the expansions are rolled into one, except Shadowlands. So, whereas before, 
somebody, if they were brand new coming to the game, would look at it and be like, oh god, I have to go up 120 levels? Fuck that. Now they look at it, they're like, oh, 60 levels? That's not bad. Oh, this leveling is easy. Yeah, I'll play this game. You know? Pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. No, and then they also have the mentor system. Like, they never had that before. You know? you can get, like, I kind of forgot that was there. Yeah. I should sign up for that. Yeah, it's nice. Like, you get someone to kind of, like, walk you through. You don't have to, like, go in a dungeon, listen to some, like, 13-year-old tell you to kill yourself because you don't know what you're doing. How do you not know that you need to run that to the side of the cave? Everybody does that. That's a pretty good impression. Yeah. Let's move on to the mixed drink of the week. It's time for, for the mixed drink of the week. Fuck yeah! Yeah, yeah! It's time for the mixed drink of the week, y'all. This is my favorite segment of the show. I love guessing this. For those who have been paying attention, you know we've been going backwards to the classes uh, alphabetically by armor type. Warlock, done. Priest, done. Frost Mage, done. So today we are on to the fire mage and before we get into it i have to say please only drink if you're of legal age to do so and any risk that may come to you by doing this is solely your responsibility on top of everything else i want to add uh never mind i forgot what i was gonna say just don't be an irresponsible git y'all so today's drink all i'm telling you is it's the fire mage and it's called the pyroblast now bent What's in a pyroblast? What do you think? All right. So the liquor, there's no way it's not fireball whiskey. And then I'm going to go with orange juice, some sort of other red mixer. Um, I'm going to go either like a Mountain Dew Code Red or maybe Hawaiian Punch. If you're going to, I don't know, I guess soda and juice would be disgusting. So I'll go Hawaiian Punch. I will go with a shot of either Rumpelmintz or Jägermeister. And it's going to be garnished with a cinnamon stick. You're a little close, but also very far away. I should have thought of garnish with a cinnamon stick. I didn't do that. What it actually is, is there is, for those of you who listened to the first episode, you remember the Chaos Bolt? No, it wasn't the Chaos Bolt. It was the Hand of Gul'dan. It had Louisiana hot sauce in it. There is a little bit of Louisiana hot sauce in this drink. As much or as little as you like. I am only doing a few drops because I am a little bitch. So, hot sauce. You didn't see that one coming, did you? No, you don't, but now that I think about it, like, it, you could have made, like, a really cool, like, Bloody Mary out of it. Oh, fuck. I could have. Oh, well. Oh, well. Shelf that idea for another day. So, you were right orange soda not orange juice it's uh the only mixer in this actually it so it's not mixed with any like code red or anything so the drink is bright orange and i actually i tested the drink for the most part yesterday mm -hmm. and it came out pretty good but it was missing something now yesterday i put in a shot of Jim Beam bourbon. Today, I've went out and gotten a second shot of, yes, Fireball Whiskey. 
But that's not the end of the story, guys, because this drink incorporates real fire. Yeah, fucking real fire. I have a shot glass here. Normally, I just pour the shot straight from the little tiny plastic bottle it comes in straight into the drink. But since I'm lighting each shot on fire first, I am pouring first the fireball into my shot glass with my little shark on it going, OMG, and then I'm going to light that shit on fire for just a couple minutes. If you decide to do this, don't be an idiot. Put the fire out before you pour the shot or you'll burn your fucking dick off. Could have done one of those like flaming Dr. Pepper shots. You ever do them? You put like a little bit of like 151 on top, you light it on fire, and then drop it into your uh, half glass of beer. It tastes like a Dr. Pepper. I have not done that. Um, I did anticipate having a little trouble getting the fireball to light, so that's okay. I can't get the fire to go on it, so that's all right. We'll just dump the fireball in. And I spilled a little bit. Gotta clean that up. My hands sometimes shake. And today, I guess they're a little shaky. So, I poured in a shot of Fireball. Now I am pouring a shot of the Jim Beam. There isn't a whole lot of the ASMR stuff people usually like to get on this. So I, you know, mostly foregoing it. So, Jim Beam is in the shot glass. And boop. And I'm lighting this bitch up. Come on. Don't burn your face. Do you think this shot is going to halt before it catches fire? Uh, what is it, Jim Beam? Nah, there's not enough. I, I'm actually surprised you're getting it to light. Usually you need something like Everclear. I got it to light last night. It only needs to be on fire for a couple seconds. Why won't it go? Stand by. Just pour a little kerosene in there. Hang on. Making more editing for myself. There it goes. Okay. Tiny little blue flame. Just gonna let it go for a minute. Uh, imagine I'm making a flame sound. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. It looks pretty neat, though. I'm gonna try to get a picture of this. Ow. Hell yeah. I just whacked my head against my microphone. Okay, you can barely see the flame, but that is okay. Oh, God, I went to blow it out, and now there's whiskey all over my desk. Oh, no, that's going to be so sticky. Okay, so I have poured the Jim Beam. I have poured the Fireball. I have put the Louisiana hot sauce into the cup. I did that before I poured in the the soda and i poured in the soda and i will clean the sticky shit off my desk later let me get my little stirring device today it is a wooden handled butter knife and stir your pants combustion i'm a charge in my fireball <laughs> okay i am casting fireball it's right at the end i'm pretty sure it's gonna crit oh shit it crit better hit Combustion, is that it? Better hit combustion. Oh, shit! Time for pyroblast! Usually you combust right before your pyroblast goes off. Yeah, that's what I said. Because, like, oh, okay. you charge the fireball, it's gonna crit, and then it did crit, so you hit combustion again, so you get that double crit, which gives you an instant pyroblast. Yep, and then you hit fireblast twice. Also, this is fucking awesome. I highly recommend this. 
Uh, sounds like it. Mm. But I am participating in dry June and possibly dry July as well. Probably a healthy choice. So, to recap, what is in a pyroblast is a little bit of Louisiana hot sauce or whatever hot sauce you have. Orange soda. I used a can of Jolly Good Diet Orange Soda. A shot of Fireball. If you can get it to catch fire, do it. A shot of Jim Beam Kentucky Straight Bourbon. That one I did catch on fire. And I mixed them all up. I forgot to say it, but uh, I'm going to take a second drink here. Over the lips, through the gums, look out, asshole. Oh, that thing is going to tear up your asshole with that hot sauce. It might. It very well might. Especially because I've been on a on a bit of a chicken patty kick lately. Ooh. I bought some chicken patties from Walmart for a quick meal option, and they're just tasty. Oh, I know. I just meal prepped a bunch of pork chops and grilled chicken. Oh, my God. But don't oh, worry. God. I have cheeseburgers and ribs for tonight. And french fries. Homemade fries. You're making me hungry, bro. I'm trying to lose oh. weight, too. Which actually going way off the rails here but that's part of why i got the chicken patties is because i can very easily quantify that so i can watch what i'm eating you know what i mean oh absolutely and they're fucking delicious let's move on to wow news time for wow news motherfuckers so uh one of the first things i saw when i opened that there wowhead was that wowhead has made a very useful attunement tracker for people who are playing the Burning Crusade a lot more seriously than I myself am. And for those who don't understand what the fuck I'm talking about, um, certain raids, and by certain raids I mean the raids, uh, required attunements, meaning like you had to do such and such uh, before you could go in there. Like do this heroic dungeon, get... But first, you got to get this key for this dungeon. It's it's all kinds of stuff. The Wowhead tool will tell you what you need to do. So I am including a link there in the show notes to the article they wrote about it, which also has a link to their tool in it. Because um, I don't know if there's anything in-game short of like trying to enter the dungeon that'll tell you where you are on it. So you can import your character information and then they're like you've done this you've done that you still need to do this and okay now you can go into karazhan or something like that well, it's pretty interesting I, did, I, I forgot that you needed to attune i thought that it ended after classic it ended after bc i believe maybe halfway through i wasn't raiding in bc i don't think people had to get attuned for nax in wrath but maybe. I don't remember. I know you didn't for ICC, because I went in there at some point in Wrath. I wasn't actually raiding it. I was just in there. Don't remember what the what the story was there with me. It was a while ago. But, you know, speaking of uh, the Burning Crusade, this is just fucking insane. There is a guild on Firemaw EU called Progress, and within two days it's like a day and a half of launch they not only hit 70 as a group but they fucking cleared the entirety of tier 4 within those two days Care take in mind that is with attunements so 
They fully cleared Karazhan, which at level is not... It, it, it's not too terrible, but it's not easy. This is easier than... I mean, this is harder than regular Classic, right? So they fully cleared Karazhan. They went in and took out Magtheridon. They went in and took out Gruul. And that is just fucking crazy. Within like two days of launch... Like, can you imagine what it would take to just sit there with a fucking diaper or something so you don't even get up and go to the bathroom? You're sitting there with a poop sock and you're just pooping a sock. Probably Damn. drugs, too. Drugs, but, whole you know, lot of Red Bull. Hold on. You're, you said it was a European. I think I might be wrong on the timing for this. I think Europeans are on their six-week holiday right now. Six-week holiday? Yeah, so, like, Europe, it's not like America where we get, like, you're lucky if you get three weeks off a day. Like every company, there's like six weeks in the summer. And I, I think I'm wrong. I think it starts in July and ends the second week of August. But a lot of places just close for six weeks and everyone goes on holiday for them. Like schools are closed and all that stuff. What the fuck, Richard? Why don't and we have that? Because <laughs> we're a bunch of corporate capitalist douchebags. That's why. Jesus, I wish we had that. But yeah. I mean, it's cool. Like, you get those six weeks off and they get, like, time off. Like, it's just different in Europe. And then um, I guess they can do shit like this. Yeah, and get paid for it. Like, personally, I understand wanting the prestige. Like, the idea of being able to say I was among the first people who cleared this raid 16 years after. 17? 16? No, because it was classic. Uh, I mean, BC. Whatever. You know what? I Imagine I said something right? funny. I Imagine I said years. something 15 funny. years you were looking for. Okay. But, like, I get wanting to be able to say you're among the first to do that. But I personally, I don't, wouldn't ever want to do that. Because I wouldn't want to run out of content that quickly. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be able to make it last. Like, can you imagine? Oh, God. I just thought of how bad I feel for, like, world first mythic raiders in this patch with fucking 9.0 like they got their mythic sire denathrius and then crickets uh, yeah but you know a lot of those mythic raiders like what happens is like they condense like the amount of time it takes for the patch they condense it in the first couple weeks right and then they're moving on to different games but it's also it hey it's their job like you know fair people enough want to watch that shit it's not like, and I can, I can understand nowadays TBC, but like, I couldn't understand it like, you know, 15 years ago. Cause like nobody was getting paid to play video games, but nowadays you have a stream, you got adverts going, like it's what people want to see, man. I'm not sure it was as notable a thing back then. Like, Well, you couldn't, you couldn't just stream full time. So obviously. Right? Yeah. Like if right. you made money, it was like, I, I don't even no, I don't even think streaming existed back then. Mm -mm, it didn't it was had like, to be like built into the game like like rtcw i played in enemy territory and counter-strike it all had like a in-game option to watch people play this was like 2006 we barely had youtube i think youtube came out in 2006 so like it was basically blog posts is what you fucking had it was yeah it was the so og like, tiktok youtube oh god so people were doing that just to say they could do it and for the yellow text that shows up that says this guild did this for the first in the world and then mo 
that something I do miss though is having, and I think we're very, I'm very happy we still have this on Proudmore, is individual server identities. So like you could get Realm first, and that meant something. Proudmore, we're not connected to another server. We're not. No. Because interesting. I guess we're big enough, right? Oh yeah, Proudmore is a giant server, and it's it, it's great that way, but. Also, other get other servers that are connected, not to go on too much of a tangent here, but the Warlock I'm playing on, on Twisting Nether before I transfer him, that, that server is fucking dead. I don't see fucking anybody ever. Like, maybe I see two other people in Stormwind. Yes, in Stormwind. Jesus. It's, it's a ghost town, bro. And, like, fucking... I say fucking fuck a lot. Fuck. Um... What was I gonna say about that though? How do how do servers don't die? Like at one point, I had it be somewhat popular. No, I feel like WoW could Blizzard could stand to cull a few servers. I mean, a lot of people would probably lose their shit. I would be sad to see Twisting Nether go because it's the first server I ever played on. But it it it, it it's time. You know, it's it's time. Well, they could call it and then, like, offer, you know, like, okay, you have these three options to transfer. Right, right. That's and we'll that's do what it, I meant. And you do it for free. Like, they should do it for free if they're going to kill the server. Oh, obviously. Don't charge people to, like, by the way, you're going to lose your character that you haven't played in 13 years, if blank. So, like, these are old servers. So, if people stopped playing years and years ago, and then they don't really hear that their server's being axed or they do but they can't get in the game and then they come back they might find their character is on whatever random server blizz picked i think even then they should still have this is all speculative it that would be so much work for blizzard to do yeah and for not getting paid for it they ain't gonna do it yeah anyway moving on from I don't know how the hell we got on that tangent, but we did. Moving on from that, uh, 9.1 Flying. We have covered that a couple times on this show, but Blizzard put out an official preview on how exactly to get Flying, so I just want to reiterate, and uh, Blizzard confirmed, you need Renown level 44, and, excuse me, you need to complete the last sigil step of the Covenant campaign, which gives you the Memories of Sunless Skies item. When you use that item, flying will unlock account-wide for Shadowlands. Uh, so, Renown 44 and that quest, you'll be able to get this in the second week of the patch. And I guarantee you there are going to be people who week one are like, what do you mean I can't fly? What do you mean it's next week? This is horse shit. Like, it's a week, dude. We've been waiting how long for this move? Yeah, man. It's, it's, I, it's, I just don't like when people whine. I, you know, and a lot of people, I think, expected it to be, like, towards the end of this patches campaign. So it's nice that they gave it a uh -huh. early on. And, you know, it's going to make places, like, I know a lot of people, like, hate Revendreth. But now when you're flying, it will be a lot easier to get around. Oh, definitely. And honestly, I... I think most of us fully expected it to be like a renowned 80 reward, you know? I, I prefer this. Now, I know most people, myself included, would have preferred it just... You get to 60 and then you can train it. 
I, I sort of would have liked that, but also, I don't know. There's just something about having to use your ground mounts that you're using mounts you don't otherwise really see. You know, unless you do like battlegrounds and stuff. I mean, but I, I I disagree with the training. I do like though they didn't um, hide it behind you know reputation gains. I know a lot of people like didn't even bother with Venari's rep and stuff. So mm -hmm. it, it's nice. Mm -hmm. Like you complete the quest. It's part of the game. You're doing a quest for it. I, I think it's a good compromise. Now that I think about it, I think the last time we had flying tied to hitting level cap was Mr. Pandaria, wasn't it? And then you go and train it. I didn't really play. I didn't play in Mist. I kind of okay. regret it. But I think you're uh, right, though. Because I know in Drainer, you, you had that. Like, Drainer flying was, like, the biggest bitch to get. Yeah, it was the the Pathfinder, and they weren't going to do it initially. But, yeah, that is flying. You'll be able to get it the second week of the patch. Renown 44 and complete the last sigil. Remember, it's an item, and you do have to use the item to unlock it. Seems a little clunky, but it's also not that big a deal. Just use the item. Don't just get it, have it sit in your bags, and then wonder why you can't fly. Okay? Is this right. account, is it account-wide, or is it going to be per It is absolutely account-wide. Nice. Okay. Hell yeah. So, Sylvanas, we all know about the bow she drops, but she also drops a dagger, and it looks pretty sweet. It looks a lot like the, it's exactly the, basically the dagger she used to cut up um, Sourfang in that one cinematic. And it also has been given a pretty cool, unique effect. So, Sylvanas' dagger has the effect Banshee's Blight. Your attacks apply Banshee's Blight, giving your finishers a chance to deal X shadow damage. Banshee's Blight stacks up to four times the more injured the target is. So there you go, rogues. Celebrate. Because that sounds pretty daggers. sweet. Really? Oh, yeah, you're, uh, you're, what, outlaw? Well, I could use it in my offhand. I just haven't gotten a good drop. But seeing something like this and compare in the bow, it makes me think that instead of weapon tokens for this tier sylvanas is gonna drop unique weapons with unique effects so to speak i would think that except i think if it were if that were going to be the case we would have seen a lot more than just those two by now because i'm been getting the feeling we're getting toward the end of the ptr cycle maybe i'm completely wrong i would love to come on on like next week or the week after and totally eat my words on this like just, yeah, so it just seems to me, right? Like a bow is exclusive to hunters, and then this dagger. I mean, if it's agility, nobody uses daggers but rogues, right? Right, and I mean, uh, warlocks can use daggers. Um, it depends really if there's a one handed sword or a uh, with an off hand or a staff that fits better, but since this is an agi dagger and the effect, the Banshee's Blight, only um, affects finishing moves. That's not a thing for, like, Warlocks. Like, we don't have combo points to spend. So it's pretty clear that this is meant for rogues. I'm pretty sure only rogues can loot it, too, according to Wowhead. But regardless, it's pretty cool. Uh, it'll be a little disappointing if it doesn't end up being bis because that'll mean there's a lot of rogues who just plain won't use it but whatever 
you know, it's whatever. It's out there. The appearance is cool enough at the very least, you know? Yeah, it looks cool. Looks like a cool weapon. I hope I hope it's I hope that we it'd be I think it'd be great for the game if if each you know, not even each class, but like each, you know, weapon has a cool effect. Right. Yeah. Uh, so moving on from this, this is something that is straight up your wheelhouse because we know how much you love doing Mythic Plus. Um, the new affix coming in has been fleshed out a little bit, and it's called Tormented. So each dungeon will have four lieutenants in it that you need to kill. I would have listed their names, but I didn't think it was that big a deal. I'm told I'm wrong about that. I'm sorry, you guys, okay? If you want their names, go to the show notes, go to the Wowhead article. So, when you kill a lieutenant, you get an anima power from them. Uh, I don't have on hand what the powers are, but early testing, according to Wowhead, has shown that they are set powers and not random um, shit that comes up like when you're running through Torghast. So you won't necessarily get dicked on anima powers. You'll, you'll, you should know what you're getting into. So, lieutenants that aren't killed um, before you get to the final boss apply an aura to that boss that makes it harder to kill. And the article, I want to encourage everybody to go read the article because it goes a lot more in depth. So, I, there's a reason I didn't include a lot of this information. And each aura is set. It says in the article, I believe, what they are. So, if basically, if you go out of your way to kill all four of these lieutenants that does not make that final boss extra hard. It takes away those auras and you just business as usual, but plus your anima powers. And like I implied, I don't want to get into the nitty gritty of what the numbers coming out of this are because like one PTR, two, this isn't that kind of show. I don't want to get into technical specs of stuff because let's just be honest, it's a little bit boring. Uh, but a couple notes about the lieutenants. They do not reset health when you wipe. So if you wipe and they're at like 10%, they'll still be at 10% when you pony up and get on over to them again. They have true sight, so no stealthing past them. Suck it. And they don't give percentage count toward your mobs killed. So it's no different than the pride. I think the pride's the same way. Um, I don't really know how the prideful one works, but... Yeah, it's a reset health and... You can't stealth past it. I always, I tried to do that so many times and I died. Well, you would know better than me because I don't really do Mythic Plus. It's something I want to get into, but it's it's an anxiety thing for me. I've gone into it before on the show. I don't. It's just it, it's something I want to do. What do you think though about how this is gonna affect um, routes people have like established? Like, let's say. You know that one part in, say, like, what is it? Um, not Necrotic Wake, the other spoogy one. Um, Plaguefall. Yes, Plaguefall. Or, like, you just go through this archway and then immediately go to the left and you, like, climb this little hill and jump into the water. Do you know where I'm talking about? Yeah, uh, <sighs> to be the honest. Little skips like that. It's going to really depend on the boss fights and your comp, I think. I mean, mm -hmm. you might get to a boss, like the final boss, you know, or the final lieutenant might be the guy. Because from my understanding, it's like reduced, uh, you take uh, less healing, and then another one, you take more physical damage, another one. Another take, one slows you down. 
Yeah, so it's really going to depend on the fight. Like a fight with a lot of movement. Like the last boss at Plaguefall, you better kill that uh, movement thing. Um, oh, God, yeah. Imagine being fucking slow when you have to dodge those tentacles. Yeah, I mean, it's nuts, but from... <laughs> I would say early on, you'll see most groups kill every lieutenant because you get the damage buff. You don't have to worry about extra stuff to do with the bosses. Mm -hmm. um, as we see um, groups push towards the 2025 range, I think we'll see more creative strats where people are leaving uh, lieutenants up and whatnot. Right. Like it's, it, it's actually faster not to kill this one and just power through it if we've got such and such level of gear. Yeah, I can totally see that happening. Um, there's a couple other shows I listened to that um, touched on that idea and their viewpoint on it, and it's sort of one I agree with, is you might find healers being like, oh, we don't need to kill the slow lieutenant. It's fine. You can, I can heal you through it. But then you'll have somebody like the DPS, like take me as a warlock, for example, I, I, I can't stand in this thing. I have to move, and I don't want to light my feet on fire to walk at a normal speed to get out of this so I can get back to casting. So I I, I think there's going to be a fair amount of disagreement. Let's put it that way. A fair amount of disagreement among the player base of what the best move in what dungeon is, which will inevitably result in people screaming at you. Let them scream. A, They're wrong. Be do like uh sorry can't talk it's gonna depend on comp i think too like certain comps like if you have a druid like well, i mean druids are already like you need to bring a druid pretty much any hierarchy but i think they'll be even more important because okay you get that you leave that move speed guy up and then the druid anytime you have to move could just pop the uh intimidating roar or whatever it is yeah yeah that's a good point and uh there are plenty of classes that have ways to negate that like um Specifically, Demon Hunter, they can rush. War, uh, Warrior, they can leap. Uh, sprint and have grapple hook. Monks can do their little swooshy, swooshy, rolly thing. She Torpedo, that's what it's called. Oh, wait, that's the talented one. The normal one is just roll. Yeah, but if remember. you uh, monks spec into that, you get two charges. Ooh. Oh, and mages can blink. But fuck you, mages. I don't care. I'm joking. I'm joking. Put your angry emails to rest. Anyway, so that is going to be interesting to see implemented. Um, I guess it's just like... I'm they already die. They I'm just, already they die. It's not worth living. They have like Wraith Walk, and if that's on cooldown, too bad, buddy. <laughs> like... So that'll be interesting to see that get implemented. I am hoping that this is the season I actually get my shit together and get into Mythic Plus properly. We'll see what happens, though. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, you just got to get past that, you know. Just find a group that's dedicated that's not going to yell at you. Right, like, to... a, like a guild group. Yep. And if they do yell at you, you know that you can just dish it right back to them and they'll be fine. Because like, it's it's a guild group, and you can you can tell them they're not being very gooch right now, you know. So one last bit of WoW news, and it's really there's nothing to say about it other than the fact that it's existing. Uh, phase three Mythic uh, Sire Denathrius is being nerfed. 
Phase 3 starts at 37%. Had to have known that was coming. It's kind of the norm. Eventually they nerf it so more people can do it. I don't care. I don't do Mythic. But people who do Mythic and are struggling on Sire right now, maybe you might be a little sad that you didn't get it pre-nerf, but ultimately nobody's going to give a shit. You can go in and kill him now. Hooray! Go get your whatever it's called. Cutting Edge? Yeah. Yeah, Cutting Edge. What's Not a diff- whole lot to say about What's the difference that? between Mythic and Heroic, do you know? Um... I don't know offhand. I read it at some point. I think there's two extra mechanics. I don't remember for sure. I don't really remember, and I don't want to talk about talk out of my ass about it either. So, Mythic Raiders, if you're listening to this, why? Two, if you're listening to this, um, is, yeah, you go do your thing. And that is it for the WoW news. Now, this doesn't fit anywhere in the show, but I want to know, Bent, what is your beef with Malfurion? You met, you uh, you told me once upon a time a few weeks ago that you hate Malfurion, and I was going to have you talk about it last time you were on the show, but we, we were doing pretty good on time, so I was like, yeah, we'll save it. I want to know what's going on. Why do you hate Malfurion so much? Fuck Malfurion. All right. You look at him and his fucking brother in Tehran. Like, Torande, well-written. Illidan, probably the most popular character in all fucking world. And then you have fucking Malfurion. Wild developers and lore people tell us that he's the most powerful Archdruid in the fucking world. Every single time he gets fucking bambooed, he got bamboozled in the Ammo Nightmare by a guy who's literally a fucking tree. Toronto had to ride in and save him twice. He's like, he's like, you ever watch Dragon Ball Z? Uh, no, not really, but chances are I will understand the reference you're going to make. He's like fucking Gohan. He's this Yep, I got it. Bitch. Definitely. He's this little fucking bitch, except for 5% of the show, where he, like, shows how strong he is, which is the War of the Ancients at this point. And he's such a fucking badass. But then he, he just disappears the rest of the fucking patch. Now he lets Toronto is going to be running around mass murdering people in Ardenweald right now. Where the fuck is Malfurion? Is he, he's like smoking fucking pot in like a forest somewhere with Cenarius and the old god. Or not the old gods, the uh, wild god. I don't know, he's just like, he's so, like, I understand how they can get Illidan so right, get Tyrande so right. And Malfurion just like a neutered night elf. Tyrande! I've been waiting this whole time to say that. Oh my god, that is that the worst. That fucking quest line. How? You're the most powerful archdruid in the world. This guy literally was a fucking tree for the past 500 years. Are you talking about Xavius? Yeah, he gets turned into a tree in the nightmare. I did not know that, actually. Yeah, in the book. But yeah, he want, he's like in the Emerald Dream or whatever, and he gets tricked, and he's he gets turned into a tree, actually. To be fair, even with the tree thing, Xavius is supposed to be extremely powerful. This, I know that. I get Xavius is supposed to be powerful, but this guy is like, who's more powerful than my, maybe Thrall? Maybe. If you listen to the wild developers, they say Malfurion's one of the strongest people in the game. He's stronger than his brother, for sure. His brother just has balls and, you know, he understands, you know, sometimes the means justify the end. Yeah, I can see that. Um, to flip this a little bit, I don't really like Tyrande as a character. I like. She would be a Xena, the warrior princess. 
something about her, and I cannot put my finger on it, just pisses me off. Like, it seemed like for most of the game, she wasn't doing a whole lot. And then BFA showed up, and she didn't do anything until... Now, I'm probably completely wrong here. There's probably some lore nut out there who's like, what the fuck are you talking about? But it seems like it wasn't until... I mean, she did a few things in Legion, sure. But it seems like it wasn't until BFA, when the tree got burned, that she was like, all right, this is horse shit. I'm going to go around and fucking fuck shit up. It's it's like, do you, you don't get involved until it, until it affects you. And then you're pissed off that um, Anduin's like, I'm sorry, we can't help you. We have too much going on with the war effort. Sure, Anduin could have helped them. He could have and should have, and Gen was right about that argument. But really? You're going to wait until something fucking affects you to get involved? Are you serious? She is very... She is a lot more similar to Illidan than she is to Malfurion. Oh, and 100%. 100%. In the second... I think the second time the Legion came, when it was the first time like Jaina and Thrall met, she uh, was the one that said, yo, we need to release Illidan. And Malfurion's like, no. She goes, well, fuck you. Watch me. I'm fucking releasing him. So that was that would have been, what, BC? Or War of the Not Ancients? BC. It was the... Where he take where he actually, like, before he turned into the guy with the horns. That it was oh. when he skull Gudan. Did that happen during Warcraft 3? Or Warcraft 2 or something? Yeah, it's something around there. But she was like, fuck you. I'm releasing him. Yeah. Well, so any disrespect I had for Tyrande is brought back. Okay, maybe I just don't like the way Tyrande's been in World of Warcraft, specifically. Not doing very much. Did a little bit in Legion, and then didn't do anything, really, until beat Fae. He did Malfurion, if you think about it. Like, what, he got captured in Legion. Didn't hear from him again. Gotta be honest with you, though. When he did show up in Darkshore and went oh, full... That's what I'm saying, though. He was like a badass. Like, he killed that yeah. whole character by himself. Like, give us more of that. Like, hello, you're true. You literally just watch your people get fucking slaughtered. Also, like, I love that bear form they made for him, and I wish we saw it more. It's so fucking badass. Oh, yeah. Like, he... I think that's what bothers me the most, is he has the potential to be, like, one of the coolest characters in the game. And Blizzard's just like, no, we'll, we'll focus on uh, Boy Anduin over here. Or bring back Rathion. I liked Rathion. I thought Rathion was a cool-ass character. Yeah, well... Rathion, I think people are done with for now after 8.3. He'll probably show up again. Oh, but him? I think they're done with Magni. I, I think people like Rathian. Oh, people love Rathian, but I'm saying you gotta space these things out, otherwise people get sick of it. Like, toward the end of Legion, Legion was fucking amazing. We were all so fucking done with the Burning Legion by the end of that. We're like, alright, that's enough. That's enough. Get this green stuff out of my life for now. We can come back later if you want to, it's fine, but we're done. We're done. Give me something else. Like, people just get sick of something, even if it's good. I guess that happened with Thrall and Cataclysm. But this is maybe not a little bit off topic, but I have to say, Shadowlands, there is not one single memorable character that they've created. And I think that's what pisses me. Created for Shadowlands? Yeah, like uh, the new characters we get introduced to. Okay, because I was going to say, I know he's a very old character, but uh, Bolvar is... um... These guys are as bad as like, like, usually like you get a new character that like you're like, wow, like I really like this person. Like we had Flynn Fairwind and uh in BFA and then 
you know, cat. I forget. I didn't play Legion, but I'm sure there was. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and hard disagree with you there, because I think Renathal's awesome. Sire Denathrius, even though he's a villain, is a villain is awesome. But above all of them, my favorite has to be Draka, because she's just such a fucking badass. And yes, I know she's an old character, but she wasn't exactly who she is now in um, Warcraft in the RTS. I like she was. I mean, I guess I think Renathal sucks. Renathal is like, I was this guy, like, the leader of the resistance. I think Draven would have been a much better choice. I gotta agree with that. But then also, Draven's awesome, so why why are we not lauding Draven's praises? Like, sucking his stoneborn dick or some shit. Nobody ever, like, quotes these people, you know? Like, Flynn, like, everyone remembers the quest where you, he wanders around fucking drunk, you know? Dude, that quest was so annoying. Holy shit. Because it kind of reminded me of myself. But everybody knows who you're talking about when you're bringing that up. Yeah, I, I don't know. You have a point. You have a point. That's just my opinion. So, you to recap, you hate Malfurion because you hate the wasted potential and how he's just kind of a pussy. A neuter dog. Gotcha. Let's move on to question of the week. Question. Question. Buff. Buff. The week. The week. The week. Shit. Okay, so I lost my spot in the notes. So last week I asked everybody, what would the visual effect of your custom Hearthstone be? We got one response from Twitter and the rest from Discord. So on Twitter, at the Big Cheesy says, My custom Hearthstone would harken back to being one of Nazoth's chosen ones. You channel dark energy while an ethereal eyeball appears on your forehead and jaws of a tentacled creature open up below you. Excuse me. As you finish, the jaws snap shut above you and the tentacles wrap around the mass and pull you into the ground through a spooky void portal. Dude. Dude, they should have given us something like that, like in 8.3. That would have been fucking awesome. Do you do you have these up in front of you? Yeah, I'm looking at them. Let's see. Oh, right. You wanna, that was the only one we have from Twitter. The rest are from Discord. Do you want to read the next one from Vanderlyle? Oh, Vanderlyle says, Me chasing a chicken and catching said chicken before it ports me out. Like, you as a human or your, like, character avatar? That would be my question. Well, my reading of this is literally Vanderlyle. So, like, it's suddenly not even computer graphics anymore and it's not even like a video of him it's literally him every time somebody hearthstones he gets pulled into the game out of real life and he's got god damn it i have to chase his chicken again so vanderlyle you just set yourself up for your own personal hell have fun chasing chickens for all of eternity boy can you imagine i don't think i could catch a chicken even in the best of shape and i'm like out of shape now I mean, all you got to do to catch the chicken is get close to it and kick the shit out of it, and it'll stop running. I'm sorry, vegans, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Slide Whistle says, I want one that has a big treasure chest, and your character starts to climb a big diving board, and then they Scrooge McDuck dive into the chest. It reminds me of the, uh, what was it? The, oh, it was on Nintendo. What was the? DuckTales. DuckTales. But what it reminds me of is Family Guy, where he tries to dive into a giant pool full of gold coins, but instead of it being like a liquid, it's a it 
It's like made up of a great many solids that makes a hard floor-like surface, and he gets very injured. <laughs> I forgot Family Guy. I haven't watched that forever. And Immune has a very, very short answer. He said, "Just T-posing," which is a very, a very appropriately short answer because just T-posing is a very appropriately, well, not appropriate, but it's a very short thing to do. You're just standing there with your arms out to your side. I wouldn't want that Hearthstone, but wait, what'd you just say? Like a T, just like straight pencil with your arms out to the side, like a T, right? Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of like the default poses, default pose for models in games, humanoid models. Yeah, I, eh, okay, I all right, immune. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Um, so my answer. <laughs> hey guys, I fucked up. Wooly here. Um, so I'm editing this right now and realized I completely overlooked Gershom's answer uh, to the question of the week. And the answer she put was, so for the question of the week, I think trolls should have one that has a voodoo vibe. Maybe a big scary mask pops up as your hearthing. Must be exalted with both Darkspear and Zandalari. That is an interesting twist. I hadn't thought about getting a rep grind behind it. Good answer, Gershom. My answer, I thought of this today, and I think it's funny. My answer is Machamp, the Pokemon, shows up, bitch slaps you with all forearms, and then you're sat on the ground dizzy with little birdies flying around your head. Your screen fades to black, and then you see your loading screen as you port to your new city. Motherfucker literally bitch slaps you into a new city. That's a pretty good idea. They should. They I, I would. This next patch. I would pay actual money for that. Now, do you have one or not? So I am a huge soccer fan. My team won the Champions League final with the best fucking team in Europe, and it would just be spinning around with the guy making the game-winning goal. There you go. There you go. So, everybody. That's the answers to the question of the week. Uh, we have a new question for you next time. What mount doesn't currently exist, but you wish did? Okay. For example, for example, for example, and I'm saying this so no one else submits it as their low-hanging fruit answer, a flying dildo. Oh. That doesn't exist in the game, but there, I took away your low-hanging fruit, you guys. I was going to say a flying clock. Yeah. A flying what? A flying cock. He broke out again. I also didn't hear it that time. I was going to say a flying cock. I knew that's what you were saying. I couldn't hear you, but I wanted you to keep saying it. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, you can answer that question on Twitter. The show's Twitter is at ThrallsBallsPod. You can email your answer to ThrallsBallsPodcast at gmail.com. Or the best way to answer it is on the Discord server, the link of which is found in the show notes toward the bottom and on the Twitter page um, in the link section on at Thrallsballs Pod uh, Twitter page. Yeah, so we are at about an hour, but I want to keep going because I had an idea that I uh, used to do after raid with one of my old guilds that was kind of funny. And, um,. I read the answers in my Cleveland Brown voice, and uh, we're doing fucking Mad Libs. So, Bent, I'm going to ask you to fill in the blanks for one or two of these things, 
And when you can, if you can't, that's fine. But when you can, if you can make your suggestions um, Warcraft sounding. So Warcraft related. Okay. Right. Or just high fantasy in general. So these, they're called mad takes on the fucking website because, you know, I guess they had to copyright stuff. But this first one just says Dragon's Ad Lib. So, I need a color. Red. Red. I need a superlative, a word that ends in EST, like to be generic, like biggest. Smallest. Smallest. I need an adjective. Uh, prickly. Prickly. I need a plural body part. Boobs. Boobs. I need a singular body part. Penis. Penis. I hoped you'd go there. I need a noun. So far, none of these are Warcraft related, but it's fine. Uh, Malfurion. Malfurion. I need a plural animal. Harpies. Harpies. They're humanoid, but whatever. It's the same. Uh, adjective. Adjectives with World of Warcraft. Uh, how about, yeah. how about Regal. Regal. All right. Two more words, both of them adjectives. Masculine. Masculine. And one more. Robic. No, that's an adverb, isn't it? What What was it? I didn't quite catch it. Robbing? Throbbing? Uh, that's a... That'll work. We'll use throbbing. Now I'm clicking the button. Now, should I read this in my Cleveland Brown voice? I don't know. Should do it. All right. Do you want me to read it in my Christopher from Sopranos voice? Uh, that seems very niche. I've never seen Sopranos, so it would be wasted on me. Get out of my house, you fucking whore! I... I don't know what to say to that. You got a YouTube... This is my house. YouTube, the best of Christopher Maltesanti on YouTube. What do you got? Like, six minutes. Alright, I'll do that. I'll do that. Alright, here's the Mad Lib. The red dragon is the smallest dragon of all. It has prickly boobs and a penis shaped like a Malfurion. Oh my god. <laughs> That's fucked up. Horde! It loves to eat harpies, although it will feast on nearly anything. It is regal and masculine. You must be throbbing around it, or you may end up as its male. Eh, I think we can do better. We can do better. Holy shit, this is a long line of words. Um, that one's shorter, but I'm guessing this will be... Let's go with this one. This is job opening. So... You mean occupation, but make it like a WoW profession or something. I got it. Um, head of SI7. Head of SI7. I mean, adjective. Roguelike. Roguelike? Sure. Place. Nordrasil. Nordrasil. A noun. Actually, two nouns. Nouns or common nouns? Uh, common nouns. Also, I don't know what's going on, but it's like the very beginning of each thing you say is like really kind of choppy or cut off or something. My mic sucks. Uh, let's go with... Fuck. People. Nouns are people, place, thing, right? God. Yep. Or ideas. Rogue. And... Rogue. Castle. Castle. Adjective. By the way, this list has a lot of shit in it, so just saying. Uh. Colorful. 
colorful. A plural noun. Orcs. Works? No, orcs. O-R-C. Orcs. Orcs. Okay, three verbs. Penetrate. Penetrate. <laughs> okay. Stab. Stab. Swallow. What? Swallow. Swallow. Okay, adjective. Stinky. Sticky? No, stinky. Stinky. Time span. 69 years. 69 years. A verb ending in ing. So like running or something like that. Catapulting. Catapulting. Plural noun. Night elves. Night elves. We are about halfway through the list of words. Time span. Four months. Four months. Noun. Mage. Mage. Plural animal. Murlocs. Murlocs. Letter. P. P. Names of two companies. So there's two lines that say company names. Steam Wheel Cartel. Okay. And the Scryers. They're not really a company, but it's the only thing I could think of. Close enough. Yeah. A noun. Uh, two nouns, actually. Uh... God, I keep forgetting what I said. Um, two nouns. Warlock and warrior. Warlock. Warrior. Oh, fuck. Okay, this one just says silly word. So, what's a silly word? Cunt. Oh, God. Cunt. Okay, noun plural. Actually, two plural nouns. Three, actually. Sorry. Um, Arakoas. Arakoas. Gnomes. Gnomes. Dwarves. Dwarves. All right. Adjective. Two adjectives. Busty. Busty. Oh, my God. Okay. Thick. Thick with two Cs. All right. Only two words left. Animal. Lady Moonberry. Huh? Lady Moonberry. One more time. It keeps fucking with your voice. Lady Moonberry. But it's asking for an animal. She's like a little fucking butterfly. Okay. Okay. Everyone, how about a vulpin? Vulpin. That works. And noun we can use Lady Moonberry. Because technically proper noun, but still a noun. All right. I'm not doing my Cleveland Brown voice for this. So, job posting. Title, Java, head of SI7. Okay. Uh... Roguelike Time Regular, posted 9-21-2005 in Nordrasil. Requirements? This is just shitty. Head of SI7s, create a rogue for customer castle deliverables. Using colorful insight as well as technical orcs, they plan, penetrate, stab, analyze, review, and swallow castle products with a focus on quality for customers. There is so much built up for this and so far it's disappointing the following orcs skills and abilities are highly stinky <laughs> a minimum of <laughs> a minimum of okay we're, we're getting off to something here a minimum of 69 years experience in configuration management catapulting the functional and physical night elves of both hardware and castle environments a minimum of four months' experience in systems penetration, development, mage change management, and the operation of murlocs. Okay, this is 
kind of falling a little flat. A minimum of four months experience developing Murlocs in Java slash J2EE PML. What the fuck? Steam Weedle Cartel's developer Warlock. In this is just shit, dude. I a minimum of four months experience with the Scryers operating systems and Sun Cunt hardware Cut. and Castle, along with developing information, warrior technical Arakoas. I'm, I'm abandoning this. This is just trash. We're going to do a shorter one because whoever thought of that is a fucking idiot. Okay. Um, this is a shorter one. This is a letter from camp. Give me real. We'll try to rapid fire this, I guess. Relative. My stepdad. Stepdad. Uh, uh, three adjectives. Alcoholic, abusive, uh, drug addict. Drug addict is a noun. Uh, drug addicted. I can do drug addicted. Okay. Uh, name of a lore character. It says person in room, but name of a lore character. Lady Moonberry. Lady Moonberry. Two adjectives. Sexy and tight. Sexy and tight, okay. Verb ending in ed. Mm -hmm. Huh? Fucked? Is that what you said? Correct. Okay. Body part. Pussy. Pussy. Verb ending in ing. Squirting. Squirting. Jesus Christ. Uh, plural noun. Night fay. What? Night fay. Okay. It's plural, so night. Would, it, would the plural of Night Fae be Night Fae? Yeah, I think it's just Night Fae. Okay. A singular noun. Who's the main boss there? The queen? Uh, the winter queen. What? Winter queen. An adverb that's like a verb ending in L-Y. Sexily. Okay. Or, or like a descriptive verb. You got it. I didn't. I, I fucked it up. Uh, two verbs. Moaned. Moan. And... Ejaculated. Oh, God. All right. One more relative. Grandpa. Oh, God. <laughs> and one more lore character. And then that's the last word. Theotar. One, did you say Lothar? No, no. I said Theotar. The... Theotar. Tee! I was going to say Lothar. Shit. That is a that is an old lore character. Okay. Clicking the button. This is a letter from camp. Dear stepdad. I am having an alcoholic time at camp. The counselor is abusive and the food is drug addicted. I met Lady Moonberry and we became sexy friends. Unfortunately, okay, this is good. Unfortunately, Lady Moonberry is tight and I fucked my pussy so we couldn't go squirting like everybody else. Oh my fucking God. What the fuck? Oh my God. This was worse, worth that shitty shitty one. I need more Night Fae and a Winter Queen sharpener, so please sexily moan more when you ejaculate back. Your grandpa Theotar. <laughs> how is he... How is this... How is this... How is this guy the grandpa of his own stepdad? I don't want that answered. Oh my I'm god. From Alabama. I am really, really glad we did that. That's top 10 things I will never hear from a girl. Anyway, um, so I guess that's the end of the show. We're at about minute 15-ish. I'm really, 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 really glad we didn't abandon the Mad Libs with the shitty second one. Might never do that again because it didn't really fit. But also, that's going to be a pain for me to edit, but I did it to myself. 
honest with you, you probably can find like a World of Warcraft Mad Lib somewhere. I didn't think to. Fuck my life. Anyway, that's going to do it for us, folks. Thanks for joining the show. Uh, as a reminder, our mixed drink of the week, fuck yeah, was the Pyroblast. It is diet orange, well, just regular orange soda with hot sauce, with Jim Beam bourbon, with Fireball, and it was lit on fire and shooken up, well, stirred. Uh, if you want to join the Discord, go ahead. We have a link on the Twitter, which is at ThrallsBallsPod. You can also tweet us at ThrallsBallsPod to answer the question of the week. You can also answer the question of the week, which was what mount doesn't exist but you wish did, by emailing us at ThrallsBallsPodcast at gmail.com or again by joining the Discord. You can follow me on Twitter at Wooly08. That's Wooly with two O's, two L's, and a Y, not an IE. Because apparently people have been making that mistake somehow, and I'm not really sure. Anyway, that's going to do it. Ben, you, you want to plug any of your socials? Like, I think you said you Twitch last time. Yeah, twitch.tv slash two, as in the number two, P-A-C-N-T-C. Uh, I will be getting a streaming camera and a second monitor. Hell I'll yeah. be able to interact more and you'll be able to see my beautiful face. Wooly, as always, it was a pleasure to be on the show. I hope that I don't offend anyone. If I do, fuck you. And uh, thanks, man. I, I love the show and I, I love coming on it. Yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>